Hello everyone and welcome to a captain's log, an accountant's guide to the galaxy. Wow, it's episode 221128. Um, anyone watching on YouTube, you can see I've got my glasses on. It's not because I'm trying to look intelligent, it's because I'm a bit tired at the moment and that's the inspiration for um, today's show. So over the past what are we on now? It's December. So that's the thing. I should be recording this on Monday the 28th. I'm recording it on Thursday the 1st of December. Madness. Um, the last six months has been absolutely crazy for the business that's grown. Um, the core accountancy and bookkeeping side of the business has grown. And also really pleasingly, the um, the training side of the business really, really picked up. So July, I'd spent quite a few weeks in London, and then more recently, October, I was in Barcelona, November, I was in Milan, and then next week, I'm going out to Malaga, where I'll be running a training workshop, and then the week after that, I've just took a, I just, I nearly said, I've just took it, that's so crazy, man, I invented a word, I've just taken a booking to go to Milan to do a, another week's training, a uh, corporate training week. And it's it's crazy. And some people have said, how can you do it? How do you do it all? And the, the simple answer for that is, I don't do it all. That This isn't, despite the fact that my name's on the door and my name's on the business, um, I don't do it all myself. I have a team. Um, it's a team that I've assembled over quite a few number of years. It's a team that I trust implicitly. It's a team that without them, I couldn't do what I do. I couldn't put the business where it is now. Couldn't deliver the level of customer service that we do now. And something that I built this business on and that I want you guys to think about if you're not already doing it, is outsourcing. So that's the theme of today. Outsource the business catch up, or if you're behind, it's how you can catch up. So it's a bit of a bit of a play on words, but I think it's it's worth it. So before we we go into the outsourcing side, I want you to I want you to create an organizational chart i don't care whether you've got this huge business and if you have you should already have one in place to be fair yeah i know you'd agree with me this is more aimed at the one man bands or where you've got a couple of people you probably don't have an organizational chart i know this because when i first started i was a one man band and I didn't have an organizational chart. I recruited a business coach. I worked with them. Session one, they wanted me to discuss my organizational chart. I didn't have one, so it was a very short conversation. The next stage was that we had to create one. And I also put, why? It's just me, myself, and I. Why are we doing this? And their response was, if that's your attitude, you will always stay as me, myself, and I. If you want to grow, you need to create an organizational chart. You need to create an organization now that's large in the size that you want it to become, and then you populate it 
as time goes on. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. I like it. So I created a an organizational chart. Started of dropping me at the top in MD, CEO, that sort of thing. And then I created different departments. So I had um, an administration department. I had an operation department. I had a sales and marketing department. And then I split each one of those down. I'm not going to go into the details of that now. That's not the point of why we're here. But I broke this down into probably mm, something like four layers, I think it was. And even now, I still use that as the basis for my business. And I just I add layers as I need to. I add another silo to the business as we open something else up. So we've got one hierarchy, and that was purely designed at doing accountancy, bookkeeping, and payroll. And then we added training. So then we just added another division. We, this is so portable. It's fantastic. Then we created um, the file structure. So if you use something like OneDrive or Google Docs, whatever, we put it into that. That sounded really dismissive, whatever. Um, it wasn't meant to, I'm not dismissive of Google. I think they're amazing. Um, yeah, we created a file structure that way. And that's great for organizing your business so that when you take on people, it's easy. You just give them an area of responsibility that they just look at. So that's the first thing that I want you to do. If you are feeling pretty stressed, you're busy and you're stressed, I want you to create an organizational structure. It's one where I had to revisit it again. Um, it would have been early in the year. So let's say it had been about April, May time. I was, I was getting pretty stressed. Uh, I felt like I was taking more and more on. So I revisited the organizational structure. What am I doing now that is someone else's job? Or what am I doing now that actually I can create a job from? So that's what I went through and I, I outsourced jobs, whether that's in-house to someone that's part of the team existing or whether that would be then outsourcing to a new, a new partner that we've got. Um, so that's how you go about the bones of it. So you create an organizational chart at the minute if you're a one-man band your name will be in every single box and then over time it's your job to grow the business so that you put other names in those boxes but how do you do that well you can either employ someone or you can outsource to a subcontractor i recommend the subcontract model i think it's absolutely fantastic um so if you look at your structure what can you outsource and the answer is pretty much anything like most things most tasks within your business you can outsource i'm part of an organization called for networking i've been a member of them since july um 2013 2013 i joined them as a member and that as an organization was founded by brad burton and he built it on outsourcing, he got people that were good at doing stuff in the right roles. And now it's been taken on by a friend of mine, Carol Andrew Johnstone, and she's a massive advocate, not surprisingly, of outsourcing. And she outsources so many things because she understands the power of outsourcing and she leverages the power 
of networking. So I want you to approach this with an open mind. I started it with a very closed mind because I was like, well, I'm good at this. It's my business. No one else will be as good as me. And that was a short-sighted um, stance that I had. It was, it was stupid. It was even bored. It was quite arrogant. And you know what? It holds you back. But it's it's understandable because it's your business. It's your baby. And in many ways, if you have a, a real baby, a child, it's actually easier to find a babysitter to look after the child for an evening or a couple of hours than it is to get someone into your business. I don't know why, because obviously you're talking about a little human versus a business. And the business is replaceable. The little human isn't. But somehow the mentality is harder to get someone to look after your business. And it's not just me that thinks that way. It's others that are out there that think the same way. You've got to get over that. You've got to let people in because the more you let them in, the more your business will grow. You need to then also consider there is a difference between delegating and abdicating. As the business owner, you can delegate the responsibility for someone to do a job. You can give them authority to conduct that job. You can give them permission to act in a certain way. However, you cannot abdicate that responsibility completely. It's your business. And if it screws up, the book stops with you. So you need to empower the people, give them responsibility to conduct action. But remember, it's always on you. So you are the bottom line. So remember, delegate, don't abdicate. Right. So why should you um, outsource? Why should you outsource? I've come up with three broad reasons why you should outsource. Number one is, anyone remember Mr. Muscle? What's the slogan for them? Loves the jobs you hate. So as part of creating your organizational chart, look at what tasks you're doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Which ones do you hate doing? Because if you hate doing them, you won't be doing them with your heart and soul. Yet someone else will. On a personal level, away from business, I hate ironing. Absolutely hate it. So do you think someone will do a better job ironing if they love it? I mean, for anyone that loves ironing, it's questionable. But apparently there are people out there that do love it. They will do a better job because me, I do it begrudgingly. I'm good at ironing, but I do it begrudgingly. So I need to outsource that to someone that loves it. The other one is you need to look at your value. You need to know what your hourly rate is. Now, I'm sure as switched on business owners listening to this podcast, you know what your hourly rate is. Don't you? Really? Seriously, you need to know what your hourly rate is. Calculate what your hourly rate is. I don't care if you're selling widgets. I don't care if you're selling an hour of your service as a PA. I don't care if you sell a package product. If you're a travel agent and you're selling um, holidays to the Bahamas, you still need to know what your hourly rate is. You need to know what your worth is, what your value is. This is important because let's say for argument's sake, 
your hourly rate is, let's say it's 30 pounds an hour. That's what you've calculated it to be. If you can hire a very, very competent VA to do that same task for 20 pounds an hour, why are you doing it? Why are you giving away 30 pounds worth of time to do a task that someone else could do for 20? The maths don't add up there, do they? You could go and sell an hour of your time to a customer, bring in 30 quid. Meanwhile, that task you don't like has been done for 20 quid. You're 10 quid up on the deal. If you did that task, you're down 30 quid because you haven't sold that thing. So calculate what your value is and then find someone that's better at doing it for a better price. The next one is you need to look at a skill set. Who else is more skilled to do that job? And um, yeah, I'm going to be biased with this, but a lot of business owners, when you're at the, the one man band side of things, you do the bookkeeping and accountancy yourself. You'll, you do your end of year accounts, you do your self-assessment, et cetera, et cetera. But are you skilled to do that? Seriously, the, the, the UK tax, there's this, I was going to say the myth, I don't know if it is or not, but there's a rumour that the UK um, tax code contains more pages than something. I think someone said it's five lots of the Bible. That's a lot of pages if you actually added it all up. Tax law typically can change twice a year. Well, recently, from 2020 onwards, it, it seems like musical chairs, the amount of times it changes. Do you want to keep up with that? Are you capable of keeping up with that? I'm gonna say no, because some you need to run your business some of the time as well, not just keeping up with the changes in tax. And this isn't just taxes, other things where people are more skilled than doing it than you. Maybe um, you don't like sales, right? You might be a damn good person. There's a book uh, that the name of it escapes me now, but he talks about people being great technicians. They are good at doing what they do. However, they aren't good at running businesses. They aren't good at doing the sales. They're just good at doing what they do do so why not outsource it to someone that's skilled and competent at sales but for me um cold calls i i think i'm pretty good at them i had a decent career doing recruitment however i absolutely hate it the idea of doing a cold call mm -mm. i would rather go and kick a coffee table with my bare foot so that my big toe pounds it I absolutely hate cold calling. So that's why I would outsource it. You might not be very good at it, so outsource it. There's people that are damn good and gifted at it. So once you've got your organizational chart, I want you to first of all look at what jobs you hate, then concentrate on getting rid of those, outsource them. Next, I want you to look at ones where someone else can do it that will cost less than your hourly rate because that's a better use of your time. Also, I want you to then look at those jobs. Which ones is someone else really better skilled to do? Because, you know, if they're better skilled 
First of all, it frees up your time, but also you're going to get a better end product. The amount of times that I've been approached by someone that says, I've been doing my own accounts for a few years. And now I think it's time that I am doing well enough that I will get an accountant. And I guarantee I can look at the past few years and find things they've either done wrong or they've just missed. And then we can correct it moving forward. If they'd come in the first place, that wouldn't have happened. And then, yeah, I know you need to pay people to do these services. And I know money doesn't grow on trees, but I want you to understand that if you outsource, you're freeing up your time. So we go back to it. If your time is worth 30 pounds an hour and you've got 10 hours of admin that you need to do a week, is that too, too much? Let's do a month. You've got 10 hours of admin that you do every single month. So that actually doesn't save you any money. That costs you 300 pounds. You have 30 pounds an hour, that's your rate. It's costing you 300 pounds a month in lost opportunity. If you outsource that to a VA at 20 pounds an hour, yes, you have to pay them 200 pounds. However, you can invoice yourself out at 300. You're net 100 better off. So imagine if you multiplied that by all the other little jobs in your business, how much more money would you be better off? From a cash flow point, you're better off. But you know what? I know it's, it's difficult just to do that from day one. So why not barter? This is difficult territory. Like a lot of people will play swapses. Like I'll do an hour of my service for an hour of yours. Be very careful when matching hourly rates on that and also quality of service. But there are ways and means of doing it. Um, so you, you can find a way always. It could be that you can negotiate payment terms that you give them. You'll say you'll pay them in 28 days. So you've got those 28 days to bank the time savers. that You can invoice your clients. And as long as you can get that money in quicker and sooner than when it's got to go out, you're in. And once you've done it that first month, you're on to a winner. So this is what I want you to think about now, especially as we're approaching the end of the year. Everyone does this. New year, new me. New year, new business. So it's perfect time to, to consider this. Outsource the jobs that you hate. Outsource the jobs where your hourly rate is higher than the cost of the person that would do it for you because you'll be net better off. And then finally, and this is important, outsource the jobs where someone else is more skilled than you to do it. Thank you so much for joining me. Sorry, it's a little bit later than usual. And also to my marketing team, I'm very sorry, but I've been so busy. And at least I've outsourced it, which means I have a marketing team to apologize to. I want to talk Again, I want to thank you all for joining me. We've got some really, really exciting things coming up for the rest of the year. We're going to be doing some announcements. We have, well, I was going to say we have a charity of the year for 2023. We don't. We have multiple charities of the year. And I can say, I don't want to give away how many there are, but they're all causes that are close to my heart. So I'm really excited. We'll be announcing those over the next few weeks. We've got lots going on with training, the speaking that's coming in. Um, I'm at a B2B meeting where I'm doing 
Oh, it's one of my favorite presentations. It is a brief history of tax and how to avoid it. Absolutely loved doing that presentation. I did it earlier in the um, the week at a thing called Bab Networking. I'll be doing it B2B next week. Um, what else? I've got the training workshop, which is running a business from a mountain. Really excited to do that. And that's it's linking into outsourcing and also it's adding in software um, to how you can leverage the power of cloud. In fact, we did a blog thinking on my feet. We did a blog about cloud software. I will drop the links to that. And also we do have a blog on outsourcing. I will drop the link to those in the chat. If you're watching this on YouTube, I want you to do the, the subscribe bell. I want you to smash the like button. If you're on a, another podcast platform, please do give it the thumbs up. Leave us a review on Apple, Spotify. It really does help us. And you know, it costs you nothing, just a couple of seconds of your time. But we really do appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining in today. And I will speak to you in seven days where I will be in hopefully sunny Malaga. Oh, definitely Malaga, whether it's sunny or not, who knows. But thanks, boys and girls. Captain, signing out.